What's in the books? Presented by Sure It'll Be Grand. And welcome back, everybody, to Sure It'll Be Grand. Uh, if you hear a slight change in my voice, I had to go over to a new mic. Um, it felt very unusual introducing because usually I, I run right up to the mic and there's no mic to run up to today because it's on my head. But, oh, hello, folks. Um, welcome back uh, to What's on the Box with David and myself. Um, yes, we're back for another episode. Episode, what is it? Eight. Eight. This is episode episode eight. eight. Yeah, yeah, that's mad. Uh, we have, what, five episodes left? Four episodes left? Uh, there should be four left. Yeah, it's going to be 12, 12 episode seasons, so it should be four more episodes okay, left. Okay, interesting stuff. I think we could get right into it, but one thing I want to say about this episode, it's going to sound like a do a moment for a moment, but it was all about being in a prison. And yes, of course, I understand. Andor <laughs> was actually in a prison. But I feel like all these characters were like we, you know, see um, people stuck in office positions, people stuck in their position in class and society in this. Now, this is an ongoing theme throughout, but I think because we see Andor literally in prison this episode, we it was kind of a way to mirror for the other characters, you know, a visual, a visual metaphor of. Of what's going on. Yes, absolutely. Um, how do you feel about a prison that has a hose that forces food down it? Because <laughs> I, I almost gagged by that, you know? <laughs> oh, my gosh. And we really didn't see that. But we'll we'll, uh, we'll get to that, yeah. uh, that bit. Uh, ooh, but, yeah, what you say, that's exactly this episode really was, yeah, prison. But there's the visual representation, the physical, I should say, representation of prison. And like you said, we're kind of seeing other characters are in their own prison that they're trying to break out of. Uh, that's actually a very great analogy. And I think that is what they were trying to. It didn't occur to me until you said that. And that's a that's a good way of putting it. That's what they were. They, we do see, in, particularly in this episode. Um, um, I found obviously, well, not obviously, this is the least obvious thing ever. But if you know George Lucas's history of like, films and the student film like have you heard of his film thx 1138 like yes this place is that prison like straight up yep that really that you know uh that was one of the things uh i i forgot about thx i was i was thinking of another another movie yeah that's exactly that style uh Actually, low key. So let, let's let's dive into this. And I will say that's one thing I'm really enjoying about Andor is the look and feel of this. Yeah. What's interesting to me, particularly when we uh, as as we will get over to the the prison facility itself, those things particularly, but even the whole thing is giving me an element of feel of something. I guess from its style as well as what they're showing and 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 things going on. Of something from the era of right before Star Wars, the actual when 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 Episode Four came out originally, because it does have not just obviously they said you know some of the costumes and whatnot right you have to make it look as it was from that era of the uh, of the story yeah yeah and even still like it was also the way it got filmed right and the way thing and the way people looked already it's of that it you can tell it comes from the late seventies right. Yeah. I felt I, I felt that particularly the way they film things, the way people just the, the color palette, even right, and just a lot of the aesthetics, it fits. It feels like that this this is supposed to be something. This is supposed to be essentially we're we're prequeling here, right? We're going from right before uh, uh, from A New Hope, and it kind of it, it had a feeling like I could totally see this being like this was this was the 4K redo of of something that came out right before. Uh, that that this this was a natural episode thing that happened, yeah. and then they released Star Wars. It it has that look and feel. So I think that I really applaud them. I think they've done a really great job capturing that and taking us back to then. It doesn't feel so. It's not big and flashy and other stuff that makes you go. Mm, this is supposed to be from back then, and it's now. It, it, yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's kind of like I guess in Star Trek. Um, anyone has watched Star Trek in. In the Enterprise era, they they went back to um, 
the original series uh, set. And they did it exactly how the original series set did it with Kirk. It all looked exactly the same. And they kind of explain it off as a, oh, this is a Spartan design. But it on television, it looks a little bit like, oh, that doesn't work. But then newer shows like Discovery have shown the Enterprise and Strange Wars has shown the Enterprise. And it's a modern re-understanding of the Enterprise. Mm-hmm. Um, and I heard people complain about that as well, because people like to complain. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Because- I, I, yeah, and I'm not uh, saying don't take what, what I'm saying, like, oh, this is how it should be done. I was just it was it was interesting to me because it, it it was noticeable to me and it made me feel like yeah I am watching something that felt like it it, it matched the era. It's funny to hear to hear that's actually one of the quotes I hadn't heard about uh, with Discovery or with or with Strange New Worlds because I I think that I liked from watching those. Well, I mostly watched Strange New Worlds. Uh, I've only seen a little bit of, of Discovery. Uh, the the take on it being in the the look of it i think works i think i mean they, they, i'm I, not going to complain i'm i'm pretty much actually I, i'm the sad nerd who looked at enterprise and seen the original set and being like yeah no i love this i love that they did it the exact same way and i'm also yeah. the guy that looks at the new nice flashy design of it and saying like this is our understanding of what the future will look like and this is what we can do with money and i'm, exactly. I'm really cool as well and i see all like the nods to it so yeah but it's an interesting thing you're saying like you know they are trying to keep that style that was around at the time of a new hope or just pre a new hope kind of mm-hmm. vibed it yeah so I think I just, it, feel, it has it has it has that right glow up right yeah that's because the you know there's certain technologies we're seeing that i know they could they could have pulled off then they can pull off now to show uh so it's 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 a nice nod i think it it's it's a cool way of mixing old and new feel to yeah. it and adapting this. So, yeah. So I think straight, straight away we see, you know, right, right back, we get into this episode, we see poor, poor old Cyril sitting at his desk, just typing away, looking up stuff. I, I, I still laugh at their, um, their setup, their desk setup and all that stuff. It's, Man, it, it's so dreary, mm. but it cracks me up. It's like the, all the little the monitors and stuff. It's like so, you know. Obviously, they're taking a, uh, the nod again from because of the old old not old from from the seventies and all that. You had only so much technology, so you have these like CRT looking screens and yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Which I just it like, just oh looks like someone's playing Dwarf Fortress on it. Like you yeah. know, it's just ASCII yeah, symbols so going tiny. over the place. Yeah, and he's just yeah. pressing so away. Tiny. It's like, what are you doing? I don't even know what you're doing. I can't make sense of this <laughs> at all. You know? Yep. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's nice. like man, that that felt you know. But we see him working on that, and he gets uh, we we see the Imperial some. Uh, I believe yes, some some officers come up to him, and he, ooh, he's being taken away. So what what's going on? And we see him get taken taken to what looks like you know, an interrogation room, and we uh, we have Deidre enter enter the the room. She is here to interrogate him mm. regarding the uh, incident back on Ferex. So following up from what we saw before, where now she is uh, they've given her charge of Ferex as well as this whole investigating the rebel uh, activity. So now she can do what she wanted to do originally. And is that she even uh, points out because he's like, what's going on? And she, you know, she throws out there, you've been making all of these false reports looking for a Cassian Andor, saying he's a inspector that has gone missing. Why are you looking for him? You know, you're, you're spending all this time and all these false reports. And, and as he you know, tell, tells her, he, you know, he, this 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 guy actually murdered, you know, two two of the corporation's employees. These were friends of mine, and this mm. was you know just justice justice. And of course, she doesn't care about that. What she does care is that he is was la- in the in is last seen with a uh, with Luthen, whom they she refers to as a person they they known as Axis. Yes, or she is calling Axis. Actually, I don't know if they necessarily they know him as, but she has dubbed him Axis uh, since he is central to uh, these other activities that she has seen. Uh, interesting point is brought up that he's, of course, like, hey, I, you know, why, why are you interested now with what what I'm having to say? As she says, well, your report, what's this didn't have the details of things. He goes. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I had made a report, but 
what are you talking about? She goes, you, your signature's on this report. What do you mean you don't know about what's what's in this? She goes, I was forced to sign that. You know, Levin just submitted it. So, yeah. so now, of course, she's like, get him the report. You're going to give me these details. And I like that. That was a little, good little twist of, I th- you know. I also right. think she liked um, him because he makes a point that there was some really irresponsible um, leadership from her yeah, her opponent, her you know, the main mm-hmm. person she's against the whole time. So I I liked that they played with that a little bit. So she's not showing her cards, but she's definitely like, okay, no, this is I can use this yep. guy. He's good. Guy. Okay. Yep. And of course, the I love that they talk on a bit. She after afterwards, she gets gets the uh, updates of him from from him or a little more information, and then it's just like, all right, get out of here. You know, we'll just we'll say everything's good. We'll you know, but you're going back. He's like pr- tries to convince her that he sees that she's trying to hunt this guy down or hi- trying to do more, and he wants involved in this. But she's she outright shuts him down. She's like, nope, at least for now, has mm. shut him down. But man, she put she definitely was like, no, back to your desk. Absolutely. <laughs> so that was but that was a that was an interesting little little bit there. We got to uh, see. Uh, so we see that she's working. So we know that that's coming along. She's working closer and closer. She has information now that we, we do know that they're aware of Luthen in some sense or another. So that that is happening. Yeah. Segway over. And now we, we get to Port or Andor, who is now being processed to be sent over to what is the title of the episode? Narkina Five. So that is towards the the what we find is a imperial factory that he is being sent to. So it's essentially being sent as uh, slave labor to uh, to this prison camp. Yeah, and the look of that was really cool. Where they they just they get dropped off right, and also we see all, even before they leave, um, say you know take your shoes off, and the shoes yeah, just get so dropped yeah, out right, underneath right, right them. Right yeah, right before yes, they're uh, getting launched. You know, they're like, "Take your shoes off." I, I figured at first that was just purely it's a contraband kind of thing, where I, so you don't have any, mm. uh, you know, anywhere else. So there's like, "Kick your shoes off," uh, what a reason. And yeah, we see them now. We get dropped off, unloaded to this facility. And the Imperial guards come out, and you know, he, he tells them, he "Goes, I'll bet you're wondering why don't we have weapons?" Ah, well, let me show you. And pulls out a device and presses a button and bam they go down to the, the all the prisoners go down to the floor uh so we see that it was what would they call it they were tungstoid steel floors that can just zap them zap them right to the floor mm. can as we later see can be lit up much more than just zap them to the floor and paralyze them so as we so as he gets escorted in we see we, the facility starts opening up, right? We see as they're taken in this big facility, right? We are manufacturing something, which we couldn't tell. There's these tape. There's tables of of various prisoners. They're putting. They're assembling an item. Each of them. It looks like they're all assembling the same item. They're just in, in multiple pieces. Uh, what did you think of of those? Because to me, they looked when they they were done with it. It reminded me they look like from a sizing standpoint, maybe uh, ATST. Uh, uh, feet. They look like the feet that you would see on the walkers. And from a size perspective, I'm like, are they are they that? Are they for something else? What what are they? Okay, like I don't know why I think this, but to me, and it's completely the wrong time for it and all that. Um, the Tie Fighters in the New Order have something like those ridges coming out that always gave me a vibe of a you know like a muscle car like like the pistons coming out mm-hmm. and that's what i get from that now i think the reality is this these are pieces for the death star I, i'll keep going back to this because the death star use slave labor and this is slave labor you know right so that that would absolutely make sense these parts probably most likely are death star you know related you would probably expect but uh, yeah, interesting. So Andor gets, we see that uh, Andor comes in and uh, sent into this room. 
And then we hear we hear a very familiar voice come and well 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 I say welcome him. Yeah. <laughs> they start barking orders at him. And uh it's it's good old Andy Circus. Yes indeed. As as we may also remember, actually played Snoke. He is, and I have already seen fan theories about people saying, oh, what if this is Snoke? It's, it's, it's like a failed clone already. And I'm just like, first of all, you're like 10 years ahead or something like that, if not more. But it's just, actors can do more than two roles. Please, please, yeah. I swear to you. Exactly. So I'm pretty sure, yeah, I, I laugh when about thinking about that because uh you know my mind too i was like i really hope they're not gonna in any way link this you know and as it goes on as we see he is the you know he's a prisoner as well but it's we we learn basically everybody has their own rooms that and it sounds like he's in charge of this room he's the the head prisoner to ensure production that the that they are to produce these items and everybody's just competing against each other. This is, this is, it's a squid game of sorts, almost of 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 every table, every person is is competing to have the most production. And if they don't, there's consequences uh, yeah. of that. And yeah, and again, it's just a whole. It's a distraction. You know, at the end of the day, that's mm-hmm. what this is. It's trying to um make you feel like the people around you are your opponents the other mm-hmm. room is your opponents and the only way that you can get your score down which we'll talk about now in a second is to be super efficient and work really really hard you yeah. know it's it's again i think this episode really is trying to tell us stuff about modern times in a way as well you know this kind of weird artificial economic um competition going on but yeah um that's that's what, what i got from it anyway yeah and the that that was that was excellent yeah that's exactly what i was was picking up as well and the whole this part here is where we're talking back to the aesthetics the look it's this you know bright white almost like a clean room look but with prisoner garb of you know white and orange uh and the look of that did what I thought about what it reminded me of, because especially the bleakness of of things, but yet it's having some technology in there. But it almost it reminds me of what you would see in a scene from like a Stanley Kubrick movie of like basically almost like I was thinking like Clockwork Clockwork Orange almost or, yeah. or something of that era. Again, why I was like, oh, this took me to feeling like this episode feels like something you would have watched from right before Star Wars uh, came out. Yeah, and so that that really had that the look and the feel of it that uh, was uh, that gave some feels to it yeah yeah that's yeah that's very true um i i want to add another thing one thing i got from the aesthetic of this prison is like what's beautiful that's happening in star wars right now is that they're trying to create a cross-world language because we've seen prisons like this also like in rebels the same kind of coloring it's this white with orange and i know they're kind of trying to imitate you know real life um mm-hmm. prison colors or orange obviously being one um but even how far this prison is excluded i, I mean i you know definitely avengers vibes you know like the, the prison in the avengers kind of like out in the yes. ocean and all this um, <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah. it also kind of reminds me of if you ever watched avatar the last airbender you know they kept earthbenders on basically a raft in the ocean this they seem like i mean you know obviously we have ideas of prisons um out on islands because of american sort of storytelling you know alcatraz let's say azkaban oof um (laughs) (laughs) but you know it's it's kind of in our forethought like he is arguably further away in a metaphorical sense from anyone that if he was stripped on some planet, you know, because, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. at least the planet has no borders. Yeah, I think that that's this really did feel uh, there was layers to it, right? Because they're taken away. You're taken away to this completely other planet uh, that you're taken in, inside this facility. This facility looks like it was, you know, it's it's 
deep inside mm. and it's just that further and further layers and layers of isolation right cut off from everything you know interestingly though we see that the prison works around the isolation as well the prisoners at least because later on in the episode we see this you know we see the have to walk through his walkway and it goes on and on and on. And we see this loads of other walkways. And at first it seems so like huge and expansive and exclude. But then you start seeing people doing sign language from across yeah. the boards to each other. And like, you know, I just think that's a really kind of marvelous human thing. Here's the thing. Yeah, that, that's neat. I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. The Empire is kind of racist towards aliens, yeah? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Why are there not more aliens in this prison? <laughs> or do you that, think that do you think it's a matter of that they oh, see the people like a factory so they have to have certain pieces autonomous anatomy wise you know i think that that's that's some of it right because we do see they will easily take over a planet send and make the inhabitants slave labor right yeah so we do see that occur but you're right here this this particular again as we we actually back, backtracking a bit right as before Andor is sent over to there we're seeing they're filing individuals to specific camps sending them to specific shuttles that are going to specific places this isn't just rounding everybody up it's not everybody that is sentenced here goes to this place it's okay you uh, you're going to this one and you you're going to that one so with him they went you're coming over here for based on your whether they didn't really give reasoning of oh based on your sentence or based on who you are but it leans towards that because of oh you're you're another you're human you're then then in your you're uh, of a certain age or whatever that's like, all right you're going over there because yeah. you can help manufacture these items because we need we need that type of at yeah. least a humanoid i mean we saw person. wookies are brought um for prisons uh, in in fact in this corner exactly. of the franchise you know in well no actually sorry in Han Solo sorry Han Solo mm-hmm. Rogue One just overlap but we we know you know there are certain prisons for certain uh, species in this which exactly. it's a, I think I wonder if that's still a part of the segregation uh, game though as well because maybe they want people against each other you know even if they are different looking I mean yep. look at how well Han and Chewbacca did by working together mm-hmm. It's kind of obvious, you know. I mean, again, this is the story of Star Wars. It's the people who are different working together who actually save the day and change it. Yes. Like Star Wars is about diversity as much as some Star Wars fans don't like to believe it is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, I think that's that's kind of kind of the point. I mean, that's why we do see much more so why the Reb- rebels ultimately as as further rebellion stories have shown whether mainstream or, or whatnot where it is the collaboration of the different species right yeah um, the that that are collaborating we don't just see human rebels we you know we see all kinds yeah i mean um oh gosh I'm, i i feel so akbar Mm-hmm. You know, General Rackbar, no, yeah. like, for example, he, like literally Ad- a massive Admiral. Admiral. Hey, he's not just a general. general. He isn't. Okay, Admiral. he might be a general right now in in Andor. <laughs> okay, I, I might be okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you, no, for sure though. Like, um, but yeah, I I just found how they built the culture even around the prisoners interesting like even mm-hmm. any sort of communication for example we have a guy that comes up to him and it's actually a character from rogue one um i can't remember the name right now but yes it, we actually have it, 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 it's uh, melchi yeah melchi he comes over and just like look as andy circus is blaring in the background says don't trust the numbers no matter that double triple quadruples uh they'll keep you here for as long as they need you basically implying like you're going to work here until you're not useful anymore yep you know yep as we even saw that that was a uh, in amongst his, his his fellow inmates right we see there's the, the what one one guy looks like he's about to heal over every any second right but they're mm. they're working them literally to death they don't yeah, care yeah. And it's it's kind of a pyramid scheme of suffering as well, because like mm-hmm. Andy Serkis' character goes, "I have two hundred and thirty odd years or whatever left," and it's like we know he doesn't. He probably has far more left. 
here as long as he's useful. He's keeping people running. I mean, we don't even yep. know if the numbers of like which place is doing better are real. They might just be saying, we need yeah. more parts from this area. Let's just lie to them saying they're doing badly so they'll get better next time, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that, that was a, it was a, it's an interesting insight and interesting aspect about, again, showing the empire, right? Mm. Showing where we're more and more seeing, you know, the, the, the darkness of the empire, yeah. right? Evil, you know, the actual evil of the empire, but these uh, that are affecting the actual people. Well, right. also again, the vibe that the Empire probably used um, the attack by the rebels as more of an excuse to do something they want to do anyway, expanding. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we go back and we hear people say, oh, look, the Empire's looking after us. Um, it's keeping us safe. And mm-hmm. there comes the manipulation again, you know? Yep. Even though we know the Empire's not even doing that because, um, you know, Mon Mothma is like in the Senate, constantly arguing for these this alien the species of, of this certain yep. that has lost all sorts of you know um, support from the, the Senate. Like they're by mm-hmm. themselves. Like yeah, because it's the inner plans are important. Um, the rest can be policed. Yep. Yeah, and that and that's exactly what in this episode where we we do have. Uh, more time now with uh, with Mon Mothma, where she once again she here she is she's she's at this you know uh, political you know party basically it looks like you know, just a soiree just you know with, with all of the other senators and and people of power and trying to uh, you know discuss things. So we see her uh, back there, at Coruscant, and the the just uh, see the the what what, what the heck. Did they put into those champagne glasses? What were those worms? You know, I, I, I was yeah. like, I, I know, I know the, the the worm and tequila, but this seemed a bit mm, chewy. I but, don't know. But mm, I'm you, not sure how I felt about that. But did you not notice the metaphor they were doing there? Because there was a metaphor mm. there. The metaphor being is like, you do not have to sacrifice a living thing for enjoyment. Her husband felt he had to do it. She, however, goes no. I don't want this. And that's the difference between her and the other people on the inner planets, like the inner mm-hmm. systems. They're willing to make other people suffer as long as they have enjoyment. Yep. They'll, they'll do it just for it to raise themselves. Uh, interestingly, so, the guy that, yeah, interesting, the guy she uh, made a deal with who was getting the money, he accepted okay. it. Yeah. He accepted the glass. So, What's going on there? Maybe there's a bit more to him there in that little metaphor, you know? It could be. Is it? Is there more to it, or is he see it as he's? Is he feeling he has to do, to keep up? Is a he level willing up? to sacrifice people so he can do the job right? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah, that's not good. I like I like what you're you're, yeah. you're showing there. But um, yeah. So we see that they're they're they're. Uh, Talking with each other now, yes. Uh, Mon Mothma gets to meet up again with Tay, and he relays to her the problem of they can't get the money. There's no. auditors looking into things, and yeah, what she was hoping to be able to get a hold of her family money. Mm, there's there's some issues here yeah. going on. So now we're we're seeing that we still have prob- problems here of of uh, financing the rebellion. There was a thing I think she said. She said she knows three people of the rebellion. Wasn't it? There was one character that says they knew three people. And but if I count it off on my head, um I think we're looking at I wouldn't be surprised if we see um Organa showing up. Or okay. I should say I'm, rather I'm Mr. S- Organa. That's Mr. Yeah. Organa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, because yeah 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 this that would make sense right because yeah. we know he, he was very act- actively involved uh in i mean he would have basically ran the rebellion if it wasn't for mon Mathma. like mm-hmm. he was literally second in line you know right so i'm i'm wondering because i don't think i at least i haven't i haven't seen i don't believe he's listed anywhere right so i 
that would be kind of a cool, you know, these, the shows seem to want to try to keep a some character secret of some kind of, you know, here's the surprise that we kept yeah. this whole time. I'd love to see him pop up. That would be a nice, nice touch, yeah, but yeah. it would absolutely make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that because, because of that, so I'm, I'm surprised we haven't seen it, but that might be something they are saving uh, from us. But, um, but we do see, as as the episode goes on, we do see that she uh, continues to try to talk to the other senators and other groups, right? Trying to get uh, people kind kind of get, give be that that whispering in their ear yeah. about, you know, what about? Don't you think Palpatine has too much power? What of this poured? Uh, what of all of this that that's going on? This this seems. Don't don't you think this isn't right? Or Mm, you know, or without uh, completely being like emperor is evil and da, 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 but yeah, yeah. just those subtle, like mm, this seems like a touch too far. I'm not saying we should remove him. I'm yeah, just yeah, saying yeah. they seem a little sketchy. And as as we've already touched on, people not not everybody cares. Some folks or some some folks don't, don't care. Others are buying into the whole no oh, peace and security of our of our galaxy. You know, yeah, yeah, you know, democracy. The th- they were part of the thunderous applause as democracy fell. They were, yeah. Um, I I think there's also an element of the empire probably brewing more fear than there actually mm-hmm. is as well. That that the stuff on the outside that's coming in, and you know, we're the only thing that keeps these things at bay. When really, you know, it's it's going to vanity projects. The money of security mm-hmm. goes into vanity projects. Now even they're getting rid of local. I mean, this is the whole thing. In a way, the, the Death Star is this weird way of trying to spend its least money as they can, possibly, because they want to like just have a symbol of fear that if your planet fucks mm-hmm. up, we'll blow it up. We're and up. that's it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. This, the, 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 as as, as is, is stated, right, the others, everybody will fall in line once they yeah. see the power of this, and then we can, yeah, use resources better. Uh Interesting. We learned here in this episode that uh, uh, that Mon Mothma mentions that she, that they got married at sixteen. Yeah, or, I'm sorry. She's a senator at sixteen, or had been married a year, so married at fifteen. Obviously, show, now explains a lot better about why she is with with Perrin. Is that ah, so arranged marriage of of where she comes yeah. from? Sounds and like? seems her her people are very much about um, culture and sort of a traditional thing. It's clear that they, she wasn't properly in love in the first place, and there was some drifting going on. It, it's still. I had a weird thought in this. What do you think are the chances that someone hired her daughter to spy on her? Wouldn't wouldn't put it past them because she keeps appearing. And doing mm-hmm. absolutely nothing. Yeah. You know, completely pointless to the plot, to her feelings, everything. She's just there going, ugh, can I go now? I know yeah. that's a teenage, but they've done it twice now. Yeah, they've made it very clear about that. And it's makes you curious. Yeah, is she planted there to to spy hmm. on her on her mama? We we don't we, we know Perrin obviously is very much yeah, he he seems ob- obviously very much involved with the empire, right? Or at least in love with the empire. <laughs> well, at least he's uh, he's the, comfortable enough with the empire that he doesn't want to do anything about it. You know, right? Meaning that you know he he's enjoyed all the as we we see in the scene, one scene there, right there, looking over the view and like, oh yes, look upon this wonderful view we have. Mm. Ugh, all this thing, all this luxury we have. And this feeling of power, uh, we see. Obviously, Perrin is is big on that, right? Yeah. That's he's he enjoys it. So, but I think there's a yeah. Good. Yeah, no, no. I was just gonna, I was going to actually just move on. But so go on, say what you were saying. But no, it's a, but so there's there's obviously that holding him there. So yeah. we know there's a good chance he's either that he himself either has been told by the that the empire is already kind of spying on mon through him or that he already at the very least we are very obviously see he's he's already walk, keeping an eye on her much like she's already referenced that they are keeping an eye on her but how much is he truly aware of you know how much spying is he doing is he 
is recruited their daughter or is using their daughter as a you know as a little spy as well yeah. to to find out more and uh, we know that he also i think there's a little bit of fakeness around him as well because uh, mm-hmm. he claims to have some sort of academic credit to him and mothma very quickly just drags him down and goes uh, actually not really uh yep. so i i like that um yeah no um ted cruz mothma is an interesting character um <laughs> <laughs> ted cruz, he looks like ted cruz he he acts like ted cruz i'm sorry if i offended any ted cruz supporters go fuck yourselves uh <laughs> <laughs> well you saw him at the game i forgot what uh what game it was he was somewhere and and they were like, oh, and there's Ted Cruz, and it was. Oh, I think it was at the was at the Yankees game because that's oh, what it was. Yeah. It was New York, yeah, New York. Is, everybody's giving them finger. Yeah, just, the yeah just fuck you, Ted like, Cruz. You're a murderer, <laughs> and all those kinds of like, you know, fair play, New York. Um, <laughs> anyway, but I think we should go to the plot now of this. Like, of course, this was a lot about Andrew, but I think we should go to the part that is the most interesting, which is with our buddy Luthen. And yes. so we found out the secretary's name. I think it's the first time we've heard it in name to, in the show itself. Or did I mean I miss it? explicitly dated. If you look at the, um, uh, uh, the, uh, captioning. That's the so, word. Yeah. For okay. It. Fair I, enough. I could not think of it. Yes. I'm like, ah, close captioning. They, I believe have, have put down her name, but, um, right. We finally hear him actually say her name. I was kind of disappointed because I heard it and I thought her name was Leia. And I like, no, like before people thought, oh, Daniel thinks it's Leia. <laughs> it's not that. I just thought like, oh, someone else in the universe called Leia. Such a normal thing to actually happen. Like some people just have the same. We've met a lot of people. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. I like that. And then I asked David and I was like, no, it's Leia. It's like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Right. Uh, uh, Luthen, uh, she, um, he, she gets um, Luthen gets a call, well, uh, a signal sent out to her, because um, Andor's home is not doing too well. His mother is very sick. She's refusing to join um, Star Wars um, retirement home. The sisters of something, or something. <laughs> I'm not sure what it was, um, but yeah, yes. it's a system of sisters of something that someone mentioned. Um, yep. Bic, yeah, Bic, yeah. I love, yeah Bic, we we see that Bix is um, trying to is now with Andor, you know, gone. Uh, Bix is taken to keeping an eye on 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 uh, on Mama and making sure that she's doing okay. Mm. Uh, and as she's seeing that mama's not doing okay uh she's Her breathing she's sick. bad and she's sick and all that yeah i feel like we and, and as well as she's she's over overextending herself because she's now she's all fired up on yeah. rebellion so she is trying to go she, do things she's a rebel making, yep yeah. she's a rebel yeah and they say like she's making a nuisance of herself to the empire mm-hmm. because that's how far she can go with rebellion and her position she is but yeah no i i found that really um it's nice that someone's looking after her, but I, I, I definitely think it was just more of a way to show how shit Luthen is, because Luthen mm-hmm. is just like, turn it off. We're not taking calls well, in that place anymore. Like, well, I mean, that was more of, uh, was it? Because well, it was you know, suggesting she goes, yeah. Well, once, and once again, right? We see, Cle- uh, yeah, Clea being the one. She was the one listening and heard the message. He sees, and he, you could see. You know, he's thinking about this, but she's one saying, tell me to turn this off. You need to tell me to turn this yeah. off because you need to turn this off. You don't need you're, you're endangering yourself because you're exposing, you know, to, to all of this. We need to shut off these radio communications. We need to not be talking to these people anymore. The connection. And he even admits the starts talking and realizing, man, I slipped up by, you know, getting, getting Cassian, by getting Andor and involving all these people because I've let or, or the way he involved them rather not yeah. by involving them, but by himself doing this, he, he's now exposed and made, made the danger. So she's the one you know, trying to be like that. I will say, almost like she's trying to act like reason, you know, a sense of proper reason being like, no, you need, you you put yourself in danger enough with these people. We need to cut this this communication off. Mm. 
and he finally he finally goes cut it off right yeah so also the way he talks about andor is interesting isn't it did you find how, so, do you find it interesting how he's talking about andor in general it's just ah it's andor mm-hmm. you know like the this seems to be he, he didn't seem to talk about him like a man who he sent a death um, assassin exactly. after, you know? Exactly. And that's where, remember in, my, in our previous episode, where I said we saw that Clea was the one who told Vel, you got to go find him. You got to go kill him. Yeah. And it makes, and, and again, here, what are we seeing? She's like, you've got to cut things off. You've got to then, because he, he had that bit of, like as if he would have just answered that radio call from 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 Biz, uh, who a Bix rather Biz, uh, from Bix, because her radio call is 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 out there is is saying I'm looking for Cassian. She doesn't know because nobody knows that he's in prison. They just oh. know that he he's he's, Which is off, odd. he's he's gone. Which is odd because they they take like a image picture of him and all. That. I know that he gave a false name. But mm-hmm. like for but real, facial just, recognition. Yeah, there's no cross matching going on here. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, technology no. didn't get up on that aspect. Yeah, yeah. yeah we got all this yeah. other technology and hyperspace yeah. and all that stuff. But, but uh, facial recognition and we even have AI. Not- but apparently yeah. not this yeah. kind of AI. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> We've got droids. We've got yeah. AI. I feel but like C3PO has image recognition. Or facial recognition. <laughs> Otherwise, he'd be really confused all the time. You know. Uh, we'll uh, we'll gloss over that slight uh, mm. loophole here, uh, pothole rather, of uh, Star Wars lax. <laughs> that, that's this is, is that the title for this uh, Star Wars lax proper uh, facial recognition or lax AI? Yeah, yeah. It's just it's it's an odd one, but um, yeah. But I think most of this leads um. Who I think is probably the a dynamite scene with Luthen because he heads out again. He takes off the wig, he takes off the special robes, he takes off the rings, he gets himself mm-hmm. in in or out of character. I don't know which one is the character to be on us at this stage. Mm-hmm. And he goes to visit someone who's actually in a much better state than we have seen him later. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you want to? Introduce him. We we finally see the man, the legend, Sagarera. Yes, finally we see he is indeed in this episode. We 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 knew he was supposed to be in the show because he was listed. You know, Force Whitaker Force Whitaker was listed as cast member, supposed to be being saw. Was wondering if we were ever going to see him. Was wondering if that was going to be maybe the final episode kind of deal, and that was it. But no, we finally see that. Uh, that he and Luthen are very much in touch with each other and 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 know each other and Luthen has come to uh, visit him I love the little game they have of did you do the heist? No I think you did the heist. Oh that makes me think you did the heist and it's just back and forth and uh, I thought it was was very very sort of fun It it was interesting banter seeing, especially seeing Saw Gerrera in this way, you feel like he uh, it was an interesting way of showing their relationship, right? Mm. Because Saw was a little bit more lighthearted, right? Mm. He's still this, you know, his very serious, his very uh, uh, extremist, right, side of him. But here we saw him be a little bit more personal, a little bit more, you know, like, so yeah, that joking around, that feeling of joking around, oh, did you do it? <laughs> but no, no, I, maybe yeah. the guy did it? No. <laughs> well, the thing is, right, I feel like, I like, so he lists off a whole bunch of other rebel faction groups uh, mm-hmm. who he's not that impressed with. Um, interesting yeah. list as well. But um, he, like, they, I feel like both of them know it could only be one of them that there's the highest, mm-hmm. but yet they still play the game off. Oh no! You did this. You did this. You know. Yes, and that was that was interesting. And then you know, so then so, Luthen is is there meeting with him, telling him that ultimately he needs uh, that that saw he he's basically here to recruit Saw uh, and his his group for help, uh, mm. saying this other other person needs uh, air support on mm. this 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 thing. Of course, Saw's like, oh, I work alone. And this this guy, what was his name? Uh, Anto Krieger. Um, you know, he's a, he's a I thought this was kind of an interesting tidbit of way he he talks about him going like, oh, that that guy, he's a separatist. 
you know, and I just, I don't like him. You know, I can't trust him. But it's really interesting that the separatists and the rebels are now kind of on the same side. Mm -hmm. You know, exactly. The enemy of my enemy, like. Yeah. Right. I think ultimately what happened, right, with the whole, with the empire changed over and then, you know, with what we saw, right, where he sent Anakin in to slaughter all the leaders. Um or, or sorry, he sent Darth Vader in. At that point, that's Darth Vader doing the, the, the work. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought that was that was an interesting tidbit of, of, of still that bit of, mm, I don't like this guy because of that. But I love his, you know, throwing it back up and going, you know, here's how these people are, but you, Luthien, is what are you? You know, and... and which is exactly the question we're we're asking. Right? What 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 are you, Luther? Who what are you? What's your what kind of person are you in mm. this whole thing? You know, everybody else you you can gather what they are in in this whole rebellion. Everyone has but their own you, rebellion. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So what what is Luther? And Luther just throws that things off. Well, I'm I'm a coward, and you know all the things. But I want th- th- this is what I want to have happen. Yeah, and like hmm, interesting but yeah the chef like you said the actor here of luthan who's the real luthan have we have we even seen who the real luthan is i still I like that they actually I, are touching on that they're, they're they're making it very clear that yeah what you're seeing here this isn't just being uh this back and forth which you're you are seeing this is this is an actor you don't know who the real luthan is yeah i don't even know um like what drives them all like I, I hope it's not not something as simple as someone he loved was killed, because he's mm-hmm. too maniacal for this. You know, there's something else about him. He's almost like, do you know what kind of personality he almost has? Actually, mm. exactly has. Oh my god! Now we think about it. He's Palpatine, in character form. Here he is, yeah. someone who is in behind the scenes is a gruff guy who will shoot someone down to get what he wants. But when he's out amongst the diplomats and the rich people, he's all like, ah, friends, how are you? How are you? It's the Uh same game he's playing. That's a very, that's a good one. And yeah, especially, especially with all that. I like that. He really, it really is. He is playing the, uh, a very much a Palpatine type character. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Where do we head from here? So, well, we come back around to a couple couple of things. One, we uh, we do see back briefly. They they touched upon. We see the back on uh, uh, Ferrix that uh, Vel and Cinta are together. Mm-hmm. They um, so obviously Cinta made it off off the planet. They're back together, but they are there. Why are they back on Ferrix? Well, as we heard in the previous episode, Vel was told to hunt down uh Cassian to kill him. So they're spying they're 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 spying on uh, where uh where mama is. Yeah. But but they don't so obviously they haven't heard either that yeah they don't they have no idea. Nobody knows Cassian was obviously able to disappear well enough that nobody knows where he is. So we just briefly touch on that and see see that interesting comment made and getting a little bit more I guess backstory and this opens up some interesting tidbits where they discuss uh, splitting up so as not to draw attention, because obviously, you know, with, with the whole incident that has occurred, the Vel asks Cinta, well, you know, what would what, what would you say? And, you know, she's like, oh, I could just be the rich girl who is, run, you know, is running away from her family. And, uh, you know, Vel makes, it's kind of, she's like, oh, you know, that's cold. And Cinta says, Vel, I, I'm a mirror. I'm your mirror. Mm. So interesting uh, is that. So is that that's pointing at that's is that Vel's uh, uh, history that she's running away. That that's her rebellion is relates to she comes from a rich family, but obviously sounds like maybe they were they were involved they're involved in empire activities. She yeah no longer could no longer approve of. Is is that going to be of anything of a import? Right? Are we getting a, a hint at? Whose daughter could she be? And that might link. Will that link back to anything? Yeah, Who knows? that's very that, true. That's either, yeah. either is that is that throwaway, or are we going to see her? And she doesn't. 
I don't can't think of any good options why as yet. Is, we haven't really revealed much. Why is this show introducing more in-depth characters out in a limited medium than like the entire modern trilogy of yeah. Star Wars? Like, how is this show doing this? <laughs> you know. It's very su- it's nice little subtle nuances, right? Yeah, yeah. what happens when you take, take the time. I, I think that, that's what's that's what's really cool about this this era, right? Mm. In in just in general, not just in era of in era of Star Wars, but era of TV and film, yeah. right? Our ability to have shows streaming like this, right, and however they want, and can create however many episodes they need, and can be given the chance to tell stories and tell and develop characters. In various ways and not be limited as much to we have two hours, we have an hour and a half or two hours mm. in this film that we have to keep a constant attention for folks. Yeah, we can break up, we can think through and we can work through this. And I think so far this this is why I'm really enjoying uh, or one of the reasons why I'm really enjoying this show is I feel like they're they're taking advantage of that properly. Right. Let's mm. take advantage of we've got all these episodes and what are some things we can explore? Where are some things we can do? We yeah. can have interesting characters. Um, so, I also just want to say I, I love the continuation of the rebels in this. That they are just mm-hmm. all over the place. Like, like the fact that we see where the rebels end up in a new hope is a miracle, because yes. no one's playing ball. Because these aren't people yeah. who are just like. Oh, the empire is bad, so we must come together. No, these are people who've been wronged in different ways, who had different mm-hmm. ideals, that eventually do come together. Yep, you know. Right. Uh, yeah, I think that that's been the uh, that's what's made it interesting, right? It's how the heck did they pull this off, <laughs> right? Because everybody, you should have a lot more clashes as well. You yeah, know, there's it's hard to get people together, but um. Yeah, so there was there was that that was an interesting little tidbit. So we'll see what what's going to happen there with them. Mm. And meanwhile, swinging back around, last they they come back to Andor, we see that what, what did they say it's uh, thirty shifts later. <laughs> yeah, and we see we have so, our so about, have a, our, so about a month, I think it's fair to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, so yeah. Like, that'll be about a month. So here he is. We see the we have a a group shower scene, <laughs> which. Boy, that was uh, again interesting visualization, and I not 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 for the obvious, but a it touched upon the way they showed the group the group shower, which is like okay, that's not you know not not um, unfamiliar for you know a prison kind mm. of setup, but was that not reminiscent of the way that looked and the way it was and the way they kind of spritz spritz them down, uh, very much of of uh, Nazi. Yeah, right, and how they treat it. absolutely. And that was yeah, a, yeah. You know, obvious a nod to that style, not a prison standard prison that ah, group shower. It's like this was really yeah. So yeah they're, they're they're laying on thick. Yeah, the, yeah. Leaning, uh, I also way. want to talk about like the bare feet thing. So obviously, we get to a scene where um, the floor is electrified or something along the lines of that at night time, right? And you know, don't sleepwalk. But we know people now in this who commits suicide I assume yes where they just walk in at outside during the night and kill themselves and people don't care people are very much like oh now I'm going to smell them all night and all this because it's it's really dark but I also want to say it's kind of a statement of power as well because if you look at the guards they have big chunky boots they have big massive of course it's for the electricity but in reality it's meant to show like if you have no shoes, you're poor, you're destitute, mm-hmm. you have nothing. Whereas the guards have these, you know, over the top shoes. They have all the power, got, all the control. They got, yeah, they got their Air Jordan shoes. Yeah, going yeah, on. yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the thing is, like, yeah. we only see the guards at the beginning because it's very much like they throw people in there, close the door, and then nothing. You know? Yeah, that was well, and that's what they even say, right? So, em- emphasizes again, yeah, the. How do you how do you properly control a population no matter what right make them make them not try to band together and make them compete against each other which we were seeing right we're seeing the compete against each other make them not care about each other make them fear that the other one that they are going to steal something from them or take away yeah. things or will 
cause some kind of problems, as we saw, right? The in this case, the uh, the prison cells where are are on the same electric electric uh, uh, ground or similar electric ground as we saw at the beginning. Yet, as they warn, saying that it's part of lights out. This you watch watch for the lights. The lights will go uh, uh, from white. You're fine. They start blinking, and if they go red, you do not want to step on the hallway. Yeah, you got you want to stay in your little little cage and enjoy your uh, endless endless supply of of tube uh, food. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, whatever it is. The the that that you hope that if you win, if you are able to be the best uh, uh, group or best member of your group, that you will get flavor and and, and with your gruel, oh. which really adds to the. Ugh. Yeah. Also, uh, I find it, it interesting when he introduces um when the guys introduces like here's everything you need. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. It is, yeah. Everything you need. Well, basically, it's everything you need to be able to just minimally survive. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but that's not what bed, he's saying. I, that's the thing. I think yeah. he's saying that in a in an almost mind controlled sort of brainwashed mm-hmm. way. This is everything you need. Like this yes. is this is the life. This is. You know, and if you do well, like you said, the food is flavored and the credits go down and all this kind of stuff. You know, this is sort of like you're part like of it brainwashed. now. Brainwashed. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's so much dark. There's a lot of dark things in this. But yeah, where then then finally, as we've seen, because he said, yeah, this has now been a month roughly, that now things are bad enough, right? There is that bit of hopelessness there is some degree of hopelessness you are stuck here yeah that there, there there is prisoner suicide right you had to actually hear that somebody just what you know casting's there laying all of a sudden thing down and then hearing that the zap in the floor and somebody's dead like i said everybody just looks around and they're like oh great it's because it's early in the night now he's gonna sit there and he's gonna lay there and stink because the guards are not coming which was which really was an interesting thing of yeah, further adding that isolation, right? And just making sure they, they only see each other to compete with. You never see the guards except but once in a while. If I drop uh, something off, necessary. that's it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Basically drop something off to bring in new 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 meat, <laughs> cycle through prisoners. That's about it. You yeah. have no further, uh, you know, uh, uh, interaction with them. So you only see the prisoners. Yeah. And now, so again, adding, so how do you, how do you control that? Yeah, make it make it that they got competed with each other. They're not going to group together if no. they're constantly seeing each other as a threat. Yeah, yeah, no, because if you're not doing your job, I'm going to suffer. So do your job. Don't talk to me. Just mm-hmm. do it. Yeah, you know, right. Here's an interesting thing. Um, eating a meal is one of the most human things of sitting around a table with other people and talking. Mm-hmm. And they even that they've put in the cells. They're not sitting around yes. having a conversation because that's usually the idea of you know prison movies. We see most of like the the plot starting sitting around a table, mm-hmm. introducing each other. You don't even get that. They don't even get to talk to each other for too long before the guy comes down and says, "Shut the hell up! Shut the hell up!" You know, there's right. nothing. Right. It's, that that was actually that's a really good point because remember right at the start they he he uh, 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 Andy Serkis's character takes him over. I, I, uh, Shoot, I has name pulled up, but anyways, when he takes him over, says, "All right, you're assigned to ah table five. You go over here, and you know, uh, casting goes over there, and the guys even sit. They're like, oh, you know, I'm, you know, uh, I'm Melchi. I'm this and that. He's he's so and so, and he's so and so. Each gives their names, and he just says, oh, I'm I'm uh, you know, uh, what does he say? Grief is his name again? Is it grief? He, whatever he, he calls himself. Yeah. Right? Uh, and interesting when the later as they're they're going along and the one one of them makes some kind of comment towards about about cassian and the other prisoner he said says his name is you know Kreef. and he's like what and he's like you know, he goes Kreef did it and the other guy's like what he's like that's his name his name is Kreef. Mm. and it's like you know i think that was adding to the they're they're meant to not care but this but he at least was recognized there this is an individual this is a person yeah and no don't don't fall into this whole we're being put against each other uh you know this 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 is somebody you still care you know try to have some humanity left but that, that was an interesting touch i liked i liked that that was showing about the the team the group and the mentality being being put by the empire yeah yeah no absolutely um 
And yeah, I suppose we see Andor at the end. He just starts taking part of putting this machine aware they're making together. And yep. it ends there. Yep. And then that's, and fade to black. So he's stuck in prison for, but it's going to be what, six years, they say? Yeah, it doesn't uh, look like there's any rescue afoot. Like that, we don't see any sort nope. of other people organizing stuff. Like the closest thing we have is um, Luthen being contacted to like ask for help for um, Andrew's mother. But outside of that, no, he's he may right. as well not exist anymore. So that's yeah. How so? Is he going to get any outside help? Is he going to have to break out? As we saw at one point when he's first being processed. The, they seem to make a pretty big deal about the whole, there's supposed to be a cert, certain amount of guards there to do the processing. And the one guy is like, nah, they were, they're caught up in this one thing. So it's just me. I had to be set up from the other sector. And they're like, oh, it's not the process. It's not the process. Uh, but uh, whatever, we got to get this guy through. Seem to make a big point of that. So is, is there a chance that Cassian can escape on his own by utilizing something about, you know, guards? If you don't have, gain around a certain amount of guards that things open up now you can get through or you can trick them with uh or, or is that what somebody when they come to rescue him is that how they're going to try to get in is they can knock out cer- certain amount replace with a few others and just be like oh yeah we're down a guy because he's over here and blah blah, blah. oh we got hey we got to get the processing going come on let's go um maybe i'm thinking what if Cyril is going to get him out? Because he's in the system and he's the least likely person right now that I think would try and help Andor. But Now, why would he, why would he try to, do, to, to bring him to a better justice? Does he think that this isn't the right... I mean, mur, mur, you know, murder, obviously he would think he needs to go to have yeah, a sentence of death or to be whatever there. Yeah, uh, maybe it's to catch yeah. him another day with him doing it and getting Andor's actual name because if Andor's is going to be rotting away in there Cyril has never done I don't know I just think it's interesting they play Cyril where he is Um, Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting that Cyril and Andor didn't actually have much uh, face to face confrontation at all not really they Mm. talked a little bit that's what it's like over the walkie talkie Well, no, he remember he see he he uh, points the gun at his head. Oh, that's right, it. yeah, yeah, exactly. They, that's they, they literally have, but they have that's the only bit of interaction they get, and then that's it. Yeah, so, yeah. What's 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 their fit with each other here? What's the story? Like, if he um, hunts him down and finds him, the, then it's kind of like that whole thing about a joke is like a frog. Once you take it apart, it's dead. Mm-hmm. And I feel like once Cyril gets what he wants, he realizes, oh, this isn't what... I don't know, because we haven't seen any, anything benevolent about him, to be fair. He does seem to just be a bit of a prick um, with a small ego, but I don't know. They're well, planting well, him he's there. Making, he's, made, he's made it a big point, right? He wants, as he talked to Deidre and said, he wants to be back. It, you know, he he feels he feels he was wronged. A he feels he was wrong, and B he he's obsessed with bringing this guy to justice. You know, he's like this the the, the order of things is not right, uh, and I deserve to be you know in 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 a better in a different position. I deserve to be seeing these things through. And he seems to like the empire as well. He's very much about the well, empire. Obviously, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't care about he he doesn't care uh, about anything else he sees that as it's like yeah, he's obsessed he is he's definitely uh fully brainwashed with that but yeah he he's a follower of that so i think that that's a good point that would make sense of are we going to see uh or will he try to act buddy buddy or will he even reveal that, that he's the one who does it but is the one that helps because like you said he's in the system so he'd be able to track him down get him released just so that now he can get the glory of if he captures him Yep. Boom. Now I've yeah. caught, I've caught man. Oh, promote me. Get me back into, you know, get me into working with ISB or wherever he wants to be. Uh, I think it absolutely makes sense. That would that would fit well. Yeah. Okay. I think we can leave it at that for this week, unless you have anything else to say. 
no, I think uh, that's that's all there is. Interesting episode and very much bleak. The the bleakness yeah. is really uh, this whole series. I mean, this whole series has been right. Just yeah. that bleak uh, of things. And I am looking for a little hope. I, I I wonder if we're going to get a little hope, just a smidge. Yeah, as a treat. I think I do think. Yeah, we're about heading that way. We need we do need some. Let's see. Well, this was episode eight, so net. The next week should be episode nine. So if we're following the kind of the rule of threes here of third episode, every three episodes, something big happens, something exciting or some hope. We'll see. Hopefully tomorrow, rather next next week is we bust them out of jail and we're on our way to the next sector of things. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Okay. We'll leave it there for now, folks. Uh, I hope you enjoyed our little episode on Andor. Let us know what you thought of the episode, uh, what you thought of our views. Tell us if we missed anything. And have a good one, folks. Bye-bye. Bye. What's in the books? Presented by Sure It'll Be Grand.